Welcome to this month's Greg Griffith Leadership Podcast. Join Greg Griffith as we together learn what it means to be leaders of our world as we faithfully love and faithfully lead. Like, share, rate, and review this podcast with your friends and others of influence for they too are looking for people like you to help them lead and love day to day. Without further ado, here is your host, Greg Griffith. Hello, 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 leaders. It is so good to be with you today. I want to spend a few minutes with you today talking about something that I know every leader of a nonprofit, every leader of a ministry, every leader of a department is struggling with. Whether you are on staff or you are a volunteer staff, I know that this is a struggle and it is called recruiting other volunteers. Post-COVID, statistics are saying that volunteers are down 65%. We were trending that number exactly, and we're still looking at it and saying we've got issues with volunteers. And so how do we combat this with what is happening. And this is no different than what's happening in the workplace, right? We're seeing this in the workplace from restaurants to airlines, to businesses, to supply chain, that right now it is hard to get people. And what has happened is out of COVID, you had this shutdown, you had things were coming to a halt, you had things that you had to shift, and sometimes people that had to be shifted, And now everything is coming back full tilt. And I actually think it's coming back even harder than it was because and greater with mass and people, because people are saying, I spent 20, 20 through to 23 months in this weird shutdown from a pandemic. I am not going back to it. I am going on. So here we go. How do we then recruit volunteers in nonprofits when we know that they, that it is down, people aren't fully back, and even some people aren't fully comfortable. First thing is what not to do. I don't think volunteer recruitment goes well when you send out email blasts, when you send out pleas from the stage. It is not good to say, we've got to do volunteers. We need you. If we're not, we can't do this. That will get and generate probably a 1% response. Not enough to make a difference right? So if you have a hundred people in your church, you're going to get one person. If you got a thousand, you're going to get 10 people, not enough to make a difference. So first, let me also say this, your volunteer recruitment is not going to be overnight. It will not happen overnight. Whatever you do will not generate the hundreds or fifties or tens of volunteers that you need right away. But if you're willing to take a smart, simplistic measured approach, you will find more volunteers than you ever dreamed of. And here's how. It's a one-to-one-to-two recruitment. What does that mean? First, every leader needs to identify one person that they are inviting in to a volunteer role. Every leader needs to identify one person. Now, Does that mean that one person you identify will accept? Maybe not. So you actually need to probably invite seven. Yes, seven. I think the volunteer recruitment role is a one to seven, yes to no. For every seven you invite, one will say yes. 
Okay. So of the seven, right? What are you asking of them? First, do not be asking them for an everyday volunteer assignment or a weekly assignment. Ask them for a monthly assignment, a monthly serve. And that monthly serve, not two or three hours, maybe one hour, up to two at the max. And it's got to be a compelling service for that, right? Second, as that person says yes and begins, here's the other thing you can and should do. Invite them who are now volunteering and on fire for that volunteering, invite them to invite two, one to one to two. So now they're inviting two people. Now they're asking is a whole lot different than yours, especially if you are a paid ministerial staff. Because by them asking, they're asking people who they're in relationship with, who have a passion, who they're saying, this is making a difference in my life. And everyone wants to make a difference and have a difference made in their life. So so they're going to have probably a little lower no rate. I would guess that they'll probably need to ask three people to get one, maybe four. So, so as you do that, you're inviting them to ask and invite too. Now, here's the other thing you're doing. You're constantly training your volunteers to invite two people. Think about this. So now in a department of three, say you had a department head running uh, guest services, and then you had two people that were volunteering to help you run your weekend morning guest services. I'm going to use a church example. All of a sudden, you've now moved from three by inviting one person and inviting them to invite two people. You're now going to double to now you have six total people. Now, think about this. Your other two there that were already there, if they invite one person who invites two people, all of a sudden now you've got 12 total people plus your six. So see how this works? All of a sudden, you're just kind of saying, okay, one to one to two. Now, this isn't going to be overnight. Probably going to take three to four months, right? And conscious efforts. Now, let me also say this. Your teams have to be ready for the volunteer wave, What does that mean? As the volunteers come, you have to have things for them to do, and you've got to have them know that those things are making a difference for you and for your organization. There's no simple, meaningless volunteer roles. If they are simple or they're meaningless, and by simple meaning kind of not really necessary, please don't put a volunteer there. Or find a way to fill that with someone else very easily. Also, don't have a volunteer come and stand around. Lastly, if you're the leader, do not be the doer. Here's, the, here's kind of the way or the framework that I put this. Lead first, do second, serve till last. You're not the first one to leave. So as a leader, as the one who's in charge of that ministry or in charge of that nonprofit or in charge of that department area, don't be the first one to leave because you go, oh, all the volunteers got this. I can go home now and be with my family. Serve till last. 
Okay. You're leading first, meaning leading others to join in on the journey that you're making an impact in. You're doing second. So they're doing the work and you're coming saying, how can I help you? Notice that's a difference from them saying, here's how you can help me. Or you saying to them, here's how you can help me. Now this is, how can I help you as the leader of the department? And then serve till last. You're the last one to leave, making sure everything is set and ready to go. Okay? So once again, volunteer recruitment, which is so necessary right now, is a one-to-one relationship. Invite one, train them to invite two. And do that through your department, three to four months, tell me how it goes. All right, leaders, blessings on your day. Keep getting after it. Keep making a difference and keep transforming lives. Let's faithfully lead and faithfully live and faithfully love. Have a good day, everybody. Thank you for being a part of this month's Greg Griffith Leadership Podcast. Join Greg next month for leadership insights to faithfully love and faithfully lead. Now go be terrific today.